too while we're doing this, I guess. Gonna do it for the gram, dude. I just uh I accepted it. We're gonna have to exit out and come back. Uh we're gonna have to exit out and come back. All right. Sorry guys, we'll be right back. Like literally two seconds. We're still live on YouTube, so Okay. Because that's my end. That's where the stuff works. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's where that's the stuff works. That's not what's uh, happening. That's not what's <laughs> uh, turn you down. I'm gonna add my title. I'm gonna add my title. No, that's fine. We'll just wait. It's only Friday night. People probably don't have anything fun to do. Oh man. Oh, well, we don't. Um truth. let's see. There is truth to that statement. <laughs> so Mike, we are just working through uh well Danny's working through some tech issues on his end. He's got like one fault. job at Train Like a Ranger now. And it's it's not my fault, dude. Okay. Did you get that one? Ah, we did it. So, yeah, what, what happened last time is I got the notification that TLR was live, and then you invited me, and I clicked the invite, but it was like I did it too fast, so like the other notification wasn't fully gone, so it just brought up the live, I think. Well, wasn't too bad. We've had worse uh, experiences with the Grim, so. Uh, true. Yep. So, uh... Welcome to the live stream, everybody, the Train Like a Ranger live stream, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and military prep. Uh, I'm Daniel Burnett, Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist. Jay, say hi. Hello. Sorry, I'm trying to get this squared, squared away. My little James, uh, tripod is uh, struggling here. James Tony, Certified Personal Trainer. So, uh, hey, guys, here to hmm. chat and hang out. Uh, how's it going, Jay? Uh, it's going good. Going good. Um... You know, if you guys haven't been here before, I'm a Bills fan, so I would have liked that the Bills would have been in the Super Bowl this weekend, but they're but they're not. So um, I just have to watch two teams that I hope both lose. <laughs> yeah. Wow, dude! Some people um, call it rooting for the asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> Who made it? I don't really it's follow. The Chiefs and the Eagles. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just hope they both lose. <laughs> Good. Hey, uh, look, this is all your fault, dude. Okay, but at least I do, the, I do the zero. It's, uh, uh, I got into it, dude, pretty, pretty hard. I worked out hard today, though, so I earned it. Mm. Ah, okay. I don't know if that's, I don't know what you're earning from a Diet Coke, but like what, um, there's no calories and no sugar. The problem is it's chemicals. I don't think you can work those off. I don't think that's how that works. It's diet, so it's fine, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the hoggy, er, and Davila says, yo, what's up, guys? Um, bunch of people in the stream today, so what's up, guys? Uh, do you got anything on, on the tube of you? I got a hello. No questions so far. Um, you know what? Here. Though, okay, fine, what? fine. No, it's right, fine. You, no, it's no, fine. You go first. Just cut me off, and then it's fine. Just go. <laughs> See your thing. Okay. Um, I'm curious what you were gonna say. Not curious enough. Wow. 
Okay, that suspense is going to kill me, dude. So Frank says, <laughs> what are your thoughts or experiences with Leadville 100 run or just ultra marathons? Gross. Yeah, I've, I've never done an ultra marathon. No, uh, I have closest... okay. no even drive to want to do an ultra marathon. Um, uh, just, I guess just why is my question. <laughs> just why you know we had uh you know who we had on we had um uh Volk? we had somebody on yeah Volk perez the, does those ultra marathons so um cornerstone performance is his ig handle um but he's real big into those but the closest thing i've run to any sort of marathon was with uh with our old boss who liked to take us on 13 mile runs in the morning so uh yeah. yeah, I've done a beast. That's my longest race is like it was like 16 miles um, and ultra marathoning like those extended like it, it's hard to. It's tough to keep like a high level of fitness in other areas when you're training and running those things consistently. Because um, like you need to really build your body. That's like one of those things where it's like borderline professional athlete. Like you build your body specifically for that event. And it's hard. Like fighters do that too. Like they're building their body to fight. Like a lot of those fighters, they look like they come out looking shredded. Like they're strong. You know what I mean? So you have that guy run like 800 meters. It, like he's going to be struggling because like they did cardio is different. It's just, it's just not the same muscles. And like you just build yourself specifically for the event. So, um, for example, we had in uh, RASP, there was a guy I went through. I think it was my second time. Um, he was like a marathon, ultra marathon runner. And this dude, he broke the regimental record in RASP for the um, uh, 12 mile ruck march because he just runs all the time. So he just strapped it down real tight. And he just ran because he's just used to running. But when we did actual movements or like forced ruck marches, he struggled. Yeah. Because you know, he just couldn't, it just wasn't the same. It's it's not. And and this is what I was just talking about on my last post on uh I posted it to Instagram, uh I believe to Facebook and and uh YouTube. Yeah, I have I have you blocked. So. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, but I talked about, you know, people use this blanket term of cardio, like they're like, um, uh like when it comes to jujitsu or like those kind of sports, they're like, Oh, it's it's a lot of cardio it's it's a different cardio than what i'm used to and stuff like that so you got you see guys who are you know cardio athletes like we've seen marathon runners come in and they struggle and i talk about the energy systems that are at play and there's a couple of factors at play there's what kind of muscles are you using you know so obviously with different activities you're using your muscles in a different way you're using different energy systems so it's not just you know cardio there's you know, muscle efficiency, there's muscular, um, a muscular endurance component or a strength component, or it depends on the activity, but there's a lot that actually goes into it. There's a lot of exercise physiology and reasoning behind training a certain way for specific things. Um, there is a component of well-rounded fitness that you can achieve, but it's kind of like, um, a periodized approach to how you, you do those things. So uh, I could talk on and on about that, dude. I, it's it's you can there's a lot of components a lot of things to be honest <laughs> i know it doesn't I'm necessarily mean all of that's a good information but um Some, 
sometimes I go back and listen to our podcast and I'm like, I talk a long time about <laughs> stuff. I'm like, move on, Dan. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I think, but I don't say uh, no, 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 no. Um, all right. So Mike F has a question. He says, I know this is a loaded question, but can you rate Rasp in a difficulty from one to 10? What made it easy going in? What were some of the harder parts you had to persevere through on your own? Um, so that's a good question. If I had to rate Rasp one to 10, I guess in relationship to other army schools, um, I would say, man, I feel like I'm, I'm not going to put it very high. I don't know. I, cause, okay. So me and Daniel joke about this. Um, your brain has a tendency to, um, kind of, uh, suppress bad memories and hold on to, to good memories and feelings. So sometimes, and this is a thing a lot of army guys have, like they'll, especially after they first get out, they're kind of done with the military. And then like a year or two later, they're like, man, I really miss it. You know, that was pretty, I had a good it's all time. good times. Dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> so sometimes it's hard for us. I, I tell Daniel all the time. He always acts like things like no big deal, but I'm like, okay, some of that stuff was like, it was pretty tough. And he's always like, ah, oh, it's whatever. You know what I mean? Cause you kind of like, you don't really hold on to, to like that pain and stuff like that throughout. So part of me wants to rate rasp really low. And the only reason why I don't want to rate it super high is because I personally didn't find rasp, um, academically challenging so there are other army schools where like you could fail a test and you failed the school um and that happened in rasp too i just personally it was i didn't i didn't find any of the actual um academics as challenging as like say for 13 foxes when i went to jfo school like those ac that was tough and like the tests for that like when you did your sims like that was very very scary and challenging in like an academic sort of way um, so I would say Rasp is like a seven out of 10, maybe. Oh, you're rambling. Um, you know, geez, move on, Tony. I, I, I was going to say it's Answering all relative. No, he's, he's right. Um, I was going to say it's all relative too, because when you're going through at that time, like if, if we went through now, knowing what we know now, we'd have a much easier time with it, right? You would know how to, um, the do's and the don'ts. And so in a lot of ways, it would be it would be easier. Physically, RASP was very hard at the time. Um, I tell people a lot uh, that a lot about Ranger is it is a physical beast, um, you know, as opposed to, you know, there are other selections and, you know, job paths in the military that are a lot more academic based, um, you know, like, for example, when people ask me the difference between like a Green Beret selection versus Ranger, um, you know, Green Berets spend a lot more time. First of all, their selection pipeline, initial pipelines a lot longer, but also there's a lot more academics, whereas Ranger is just like, we're going to do all these physical events and it's going to be very challenging. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a smoke show, especially relative to that time and when we were going through. I would rate it probably um, out of 10 when we were going through a seven for our capabilities, our perception, our age, and what we knew about the the military. I would say, you know, I say RASP is kind of a, you make it past that first phase. It's a build-up process kind of from there. Um, 
because when you get to regiment, I, I would say in a lot of ways, being in Ranger regiments far harder than anything you do at RASP. Um, you really do earn that job uh, every day. So it, it does get harder. Um, yeah. And then, but if I had gone back and done it, like it would be no problem, you know, two years into regiment, like RASP would be no big deal. Yeah, exactly. Because you kind of, I'd you get do, used to the tempo. I'd rather do RASP again than an MLAT, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's kind of what I was saying is, you know, RASP is a beast, and it'll be a beast compared to, you know, what you're used to. But it's it's only ramping you up to a tempo that you're going to need to sustain. So that's kind of the mentality you need to have going into it is it doesn't get easier. You just get um, – you just adapt to the, to the pressures. And it – you know, we always joked about when we became, we thought when we became team leaders, things would get easier. And it's just more responsibility. Yeah, I was going to say, we joked about that the other day where you're like, uh, yeah, you think that you're going to have like a little more time to do stuff. And that is not true. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So um, Moorhead says, what's up, guys? Just finished another advanced prep leg day. Uh, got me walking like a baby deer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'll do that. It'll definitely do that. Um, when I do the advanced prep leg day, I'm walking like a baby deer as well. So there's no, uh, yeah, there's no getting around that. It gets everybody. Um, I think you're up. Okay. Um, Espo Marlt. Um, gotta read that username, but we'll call you Spo. Uh, hey, Daniel, I. I can't recall if I told you, but I enlisted as a associate whiskey with an option 40. Um, I leave July 10th for basic training. Super excited. It's awesome, man. Congratulations. That's uh, a uh, pump for you. Well, yeah, that's awesome. Well, it'll be awesome in a little bit. Probably not going to be <laughs> awesome for the first few weeks, but <clears throat> yeah, a advice for you too is um you know don't get overwhelmed i think your first you know if if you're like me your first couple of days as you go through the end processing you're going to sit there and go oh man what i get myself into and you're going to think about this big mountain you have ahead of you take it one step at a time take it day by day don't get overwhelmed so you signed up for that contract dude just take it day by day step by step don't um know the full picture but don't get wrapped up in the full picture systematically you're going to get where you need to go um i sometimes forget about like what is it 30th ag or whatever like the the free basic training yeah um sometimes i forget i did that I don't <laughs> even, and i feel like i was there for like a, you know a week or forget about that sometimes where like no one knows how to do anything um that was a weird transition oh that's terrible it was terrible <laughs> That's kind of a weird thing. Yeah, that's a weird thing the army does. I don't does do other branches do that? I honestly don't know. I mean, I, you have to. There has to be some like not everyone can just show up to basic training at the same time. There has to yeah. obviously be some like way to like gather the classes and then send them forward. But um, it's so weird. Um, <laughs> it is. It's a weird deal. All right, Seneca says, hey, guys, loving the content. Currently waiting for a few more months until I can begin the enlistment process. I had to wait one year after getting off of meds. 
five months to go since discovering your channel and also really diving deep into the 75th ranger rabbit hole sorry it's like he commented and then he was sending a second part but there's like two different comments but other people in between um i've done a complete flip so i am 57190 still losing weight in four months to go when i buckled down oh man there's three messages four messages um uh, running six to eight hours of manual labor a day dieting oh my lord did i invest in trend like a ranger warrior program and follow that to a t i really want to go 11x option 40 once i can't enlist Sorry, that's not me. I probably could have uh, read that and then cut it down a little bit before I mentioned it out loud. Um, got caught up. It's all right. Sorry, right. it happens to the best of us. And then obviously Danny, so the worst of us as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I actually, so I deal with this question a lot in the DMs, especially um, people talking about the Train Like a Ranger Warrior program. So because the Train Like a Ranger Warrior program um, is six months, and it's easily repeatable because there's like six different months and you can uh, like place them. Um, and like once you wrap back around, it's like you need to start doing that stuff again anyways. So it kind of works itself back to back on purpose. Um, so the only thing and the only reason I ever tell someone not to start off with the TLR Warrior program is if they really haven't ever lifted before. And then I recommend the, the newcomer to athlete just to kind of get some of those lifts under your belt before you walk into the, the gym and do 10 by 10s. Um, so I only recommend that. So if you've done lifting before um, and you have like a, a good enough concept of Olympic lifts and you're uh, willing to also look at some of our videos, if you're not comfortable, don't ever just don't don't ever just go for it. Like make sure you, we have videos on all the exercises in our program. But you can start the TLR Warrior program even if you think you're like, oh, I'm not ready. Like just do lighter weight. Like it's not going to hurt you to do lighter weight than it would be for you to try to get up to a level you think you should be at when you put the weights on for the program. There's no weights you should be at. You need to do it to your capabilities to where you're hitting, you know, that rate of exhaustion and all that stuff like that. So just do it on a lighter weight and then you're still going to get a lot out of it doing it at lighter weight so there's no reason for you to to necessarily wait um if you feel comfortable with most of the lifts yeah absolutely yeah you said verbatim what i would have said and and also you know um we we did videos videos on everything too so you know if there's any workouts that you see in there you're like oh what is that i was the form for that we got videos on this we we really put a lot of time into these programs and building this thing up. So it's the TLR warrior program is very comprehensive. It has a good structure. Um, and if you want to check it out, we did break it up month by month. So, you know, uh, we got a sectioned off. If you want to try month one, you can go to trainlikearanger.com and just get month one and try it out. And if, if you're like, I like that, I want to see more of it, then you can progress from there. So know that that's an option as well. Okay. So, so let's go back. So we got a question on, you know, this is a question on who can live off base. Um, this goes against, this goes pretty much army wide. Um, once you, 
hit a certain rank or you get married, then you can you get a housing allowance and you can live off base um, or you can live on, you know, on base and, and base housing as well. Um, pros and cons to both. Uh, I could tell you as a team leader, um, I had a barracks room, but I was tired of being in the barracks. So I actually I split a duplex with a buddy of mine. We just we just did it. Um, so we didn't we didn't really. Uh, I, I don't know if I can really advise that to you. I guess you just got to see what's best for you. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's actually against regulations or not. I, um, I don't either. It was one of those things better to ask forgiveness than permission, you know? <laughs> like, so yeah, but it is tough. I mean, obviously you're not getting the housing allowance, so you're not getting paid. So I yeah, mean, that came out of our pay. Yeah. And we didn't get an extra allowance for it. So it pretty tight. Technically, I don't think it's against the rules. I, I think technically anybody can live off base if you really want to. Um, you're just not going to get paid for it unless you meet certain requirements. Um, uh, I have a question here, but I'm not probably gonna be able to answer it. Um, so Comic Inc. says uh, currently in the hiring process for Border Patrol and want to go to Bortec election in a few years. Once my reserves contract as a 12 Bravo is up, I want to go active duty in a 10 RASP. I don't know what Bortec is. Is that like Border Patrol, like SWAT, like tactical? Is that yeah, that is? it's it's I know it has to do with Border Patrol. Um, Google Google to the right. I guess we'll, we'll both um, Google this. Border, Border Patrol Tactical Unit. Yeah. Okay, so I nailed it. Um, I am not well-versed comics in um, exactly what goes into that. But yeah, if that would be a decent stepping stone if you want to go active duty and attend RASP. Like, you'll get some tactical information, um, probably, you know, a higher level of uh, fitness requirements and stuff like that. It's not going to be a bad uh, option. Just keep in mind... The more you know tactically, the harder it may be for you to break some habits going in um, because different entities do things differently. Um, like it, As high up at like the SEALs to Rangers, which is like a pretty good comp, like they clear rooms like not the same like at all. So you might have to unlearn some habits, not even necessarily bad habits, just not the right way to do it in regiment yeah they they call you know the military calls them sops so you know the way that and this goes with any unit you know each unit may have their their own way of doing things so you know we saw that issue a lot with imports because we get a lot of questions on imports like what advice do you have the advice is you know if you show up for a new team show up to play ball their way because that is one thing that i will say about um the ranger regiment is they have a specific way of doing things. That is the way they like to do things. So I wouldn't show up and be like, well, I learned it here this way. Don't do not do that. Or do. I mean, you do you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, they won't be anything that's going to kind of get you to a little bit of a higher level of whatever will be helpful. And the Border Patrol in general will be a little helpful as well. Um, just give you a little bit more knowledge about a lot of things you'll be handling. Yeah. Got a question on RASP one. We got somebody heading there pretty shortly. Um, you know, my he, he said, "What's your advice?" Um, 
My what advice we, is... What if we just said, don't do it, dude. Don't do it. <laughs> Run! Um, <laughs> don't quit. That's my advice. Don't get sick. Or that, yeah. Don't get, don't get pneumonia. <laughs> yeah. And you got to do it again. Yeah. You got to do it twice. Uh, so don't get sick. That's what um, happened to Jay. He got pneumonia. Uh, had to do it all over again. So. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was fun. Um, I had a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A good time. I bet. Um, yeah, honestly, don't quit. Uh, just pay attention. Honestly. It was a long way paying attention. Like all the time. Pay attention. And then when you graduate RAS and you show up to the regiment, pay attention more. <laughs> Agreed. Um, purposeful porpoise. I actually said that right. That's a, that's a tough one. Um, I'm 35 going on 36 in top shape. Is becoming a ranger possible? Still waivers, pros, cons of enlisting so late. Thanks, guys. Um, I don't actually know. I, I, you can't, you should be able to, yeah, you, but you will need a waiver. Um, pros and cons to, I guess the big con is you're old. Um, so like you just got more miles on you. So you like, I know at just, I'm 30 and like, I, I'm so much more sore all the time anything that i do it's like when i have the gym like i used to hit the gym and then go back to my room and shower and then go play racquetball and then go get food and then go drink and then go wake up and go to the gym again yeah like that's not an option for me anymore it's it's yeah it starts starts slowing down a little bit the hangovers last a little longer yeah everything just catches up to you a little bit quicker uh when you're you know pushing 30 um but no it's still absolutely something you can do and like we tell a lot of the older people that are thinking of doing it um you'll have you'll be more mature and more capable of kind of handling a lot of some of the stuff that's going to come your way um it'll just be a little bit harder on your knees and back yeah yeah um yeah and really the hardest part i think is just going to be you know in a lot of ways i said I went through at the perfect time being um being 18 because you know you you just really got no ties so that's going to be a challenge for you there's pros and cons to everything so the pros is you're going to have a lot more maturity and you're going to have a lot more social awareness social skills leadership skills all these things like life experience that's huge but the hard thing is going to be dealing with you know the younger people um dealing with uh, some of the nonsense and being able to mold to that. Um, Because, you know, whenever you're 18 through 25, especially you're very moldable. Um, You're very, um, what's the word, influenceable in some ways. So it's a little harder to break that mold whenever you get older. So, you know, just learning how to play ball and it's, you know, deal with some things that are going to frustrate you. Picture you dealing with yourself at 18 years old. Like if you had to deal with eighteen year old Danny. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'd be tough. <laughs> eighteen year old Danny was uh a mess, dude. Um Danica says thank you guys so much. Very insightful. Also love the content. PS Dana's two foot nine. Um so Mike F <laughs> has a question. He said I get shorter every time going into Ranger School. At 20% body fat acceptable. 
should I go in heavy or lean? Honestly, uh, hot take here. I would recommend going in at like the highest amount of body fat that you can and still pass the required physical events in the beginning because it's just going to make your initial couple weeks when you aren't eating uh, a little bit easier. Not really. Like it's not going to feel easier, but you know, break down a little less muscle by the end of it. Yeah. And in, in body comp, of course, we all want good body composition and in a lot of ways like form meets function. But um, the big thing is the performance criteria. As long as you can hit the performance criteria, really doesn't matter. Body fat percentage, all those things. Um, you know, obviously we're shooting for the most optimal fitness, but um, like 24% body fat is not crazy. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. But for Ranger School, I was just saying maybe having a little bit of extra oh, excess oh. Uh, energy storage um wouldn't be the worst idea is that what he said ranger school i was thinking rasp mike f is going into ranger school at 20 percent body fat except see and this is why this is why daniel had a little bit more trouble at the academic schools with pay attention right Uh, and paying attention so nothing gets past me dude (laughs) um yeah ranger school is a little different yeah i totally agree with that um i wish i would have ate more pancakes before I went to ranger school, there is still similar performance criteria. You have to hit 12 mile rock. Um, you got to pass your five mile run, but the, you know, push up setups are kind of, they have like a number they cut you off at. Um, I think it's like 80% or something like that. Of, yeah. Uh, once you make the cutoff, the criteria, they, you're done. They get, they cut There's you. Too yeah. many people they can't. Yeah. So they're just like, okay, you can make it good. Um, but no, I, I totally agree with what Jay said because, uh, I look like, I look like I went through the Holocaust or something where like whenever I hit mountains, I wouldn't even, I remember I would not even look at myself in the mirror because I, I had say that. Is that bad? <laughs> Is that bad? Uh, <laughs> anyways, I, I would look in the mirror and like, I just, I avoided doing that because I didn't recognize myself. I looked in the mirror and I was just like this bald, just, it just shriveled away, dude. Um, Just from this, from the lack of food and sleep and stuff. So, um i saw him when he got back he looked like the same (laughs) (laughs) it's so disrespectful dude (laughs) um but yeah so you know and people might be like there's mirrors in ranger school yeah you have like you have times where very small times for each phase where you have like classroom periods and you stay in um in like these bunks and stuff but then you go out in the field so um oh so yeah i guess i didn't think about that yeah yeah, yeah there, that's what there I mean. When some, I said it. There's like some garrison time um, yeah. where you'll have like bathrooms to shave in. Or if you recycle, you, you get put up in those yeah. barracks. In between all the details. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> um, that's what I mean when I say that. But yeah, yeah, I would definitely recommend going in with some meat on you, you know, because you're going to you're going to burn through all of that. And then you're going to burn through muscle, too, because there's not going to be as cool as cool as. Um, it's it's your turn i do oh, have a good yeah. question on my end though so i don't want to lose it what were our jobs um i was asking what our jobs were when we were in regiment so we were ford observers uh, my turn comics inc has a good question he says how in quotations required is drinking in regiment would you can be considered an outcast if you don't drink um Good luck. 
I think you're gonna want to drink. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if I knew anybody who abstained from alcohol. Um, but you know, you your morals are your morals, so you can stick to stick to whatever you believe in. But I I just say good luck because if you're in the barracks too, I just remember guys like basically breaking into my room and handing me alcohol. There's hey, there's one shot. there's one guy we both know who he is. It's Especially one guy that guy, there. like um, I remember that guy would buy shots all night, and I would just start, I would start dumping it. You know, like uh, what do you call those little mats or whatever that's at the bar? You know, like they got the oh, those little, like yeah, that you know what I'm talking about? Those like drain, yeah. Drain stuff. Um, I would just start dumping shots there, um, because <laughs> I was like, if I drink this, I'm gonna die. So yeah, yeah, it it is it is uh not required. And you won't be an outcast. And there's also going to, not everyone drinks. So like you would be capable of finding other people that don't drink. I'll, I will say though, if you're like on the younger side, um, like in the barracks, you're like 20, 21, 22, 23. Um, I mean, whatever your reason is for not drinking, it's going to come into play there. Cause like dudes are going to try to get you to party with them and, and have a good time just like being a young dude at college like people like that's what you do we're 21 that's what we do we drink that's how we have fun um but if you choose not to do that and you make it clear and like even if you don't tell them exactly why like eventually people are just gonna be okay with it and like you'll run into issues i guess if you just never hang out with anybody because you don't like to hang out with people that are drinking but if you're going out with them even if you dd like dudes aren't gonna care if you're out having a good time hanging out with them that's a good one. If you if you claim to be designated DD, you're good every time. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a good loophole. Yeah. So that yeah, there's like ways around it, and like no one's gonna. There. Okay, I'm not gonna. People will judge you. People will judge you if you don't have a drink, like all the time. For, Just, people are weird. But for the most part, like if you got your you're with your team and stuff, the only time that I will say drinking is required. Is Ranger Ball sort of required? And you could not drink if you really have like a reason to not drink, but it's kind of like a traditional thing at Ranger Ball to, to there's a drink that you should have. Um, but even then, no one's gonna make you drink, yeah. No one's gonna make you drink. I, I, I shouldn't have drank that, but um, <laughs> yeah, I put up yeah. a post about that. Do you see it? I I don't think I did, and I'm yeah. I don't want to hear it about it. I don't want to think about it. Dude. I don't want to think dude. about it. I don't want to talk about it. It's fun. It was, I was calling. I was calling for dinosaurs, dude. That 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 morning, I had a flight the next day. I was on the airplane, just like like <laughs> Jurassic Park theme song playing in the background as I'm, you know. Um, it was. Uh, yeah, man, that was rough, man. Yeah, because they put all sorts of different things in there, and, and there every military. Uh, branch and unit has a ball of some sort and they all do something a little weird but uh, i'll tell you one of the ingredients a bunch of liquors and beers and all sorts of different things uh, but one of the things they put was a whole can of copenhagen in there <laughs> so you could taste it when you drink it tarry copenhagen. Uh, oh, so gross yeah but you don't have to drink it yeah he's a career dd got it like and especially like your team like if they know you like they're not going to make you do anything you don't want to do um in terms of that like there's a billion reasons why people don't want to drink um i'm like i was in the army 
um not in regiment but i was in the 173rd with a dude who was uh mormon so he didn't really drink um he actually didn't swear which i didn't even notice someone pointed it out to me like they're like yeah he doesn't swear and i was like he doesn't swear was like everybody swears is worth it's a 13 five like oh, everyone's and i eventually once i focused on it, i realized he, he really didn't but I, I didn't even cross my mind that he didn't do it like it wasn't even like a problem for me or any people or anything um yeah so just, yeah he was just yeah don't make it obvious dude um yeah uh yeah people swear for no reason i know yeah <laughs> in the military they just make up reasons to swear dude um it's like it it's like it's like um uh, a young kid who's hanging out like with his friends or something and they get behind a building and start cussing for no reason yeah when you're like 14 or 15 you yeah. can't do it anywhere else just cussing and... just because nobody can hear it. yeah um, um i think you're up get tips easily says uh tips for preventing injury during rasp i'm going soon and that's a big fear that's why we talk a lot about the military prep and you know it's it's weird to me you know and especially in the beginning, whenever I was building up my brand, the kind of the flack against military prep. Um, I, I faced that initially and it smoothed out as I went. Um, but it's so weird that that is a, that is frowned upon by some people because whenever you train, you are building your body to be more durable going into things. Um, especially if you are doing things that are correct for your posture, you're focusing on, Flexibility, um, corrective exercise uh, goes back to the posture of what I was saying, making sure that your joint integrity is good, your posture is good, and that you are durable. Because when you train, resistance train, running, all those things, you're building muscles, you're building, of course, cardio, endurance, all those things, but you're also building uh, your bone too. Like whenever you train resistance, you're building stronger bones and joints. Um, so, you know, with that, ligaments muscles tendons even fascia so um yeah training has a lot more um benefits than just oh i want to look good and perform good it's also making yourself more durable and less prone to injury obviously it's it's like look good don't get injured perform good that's uh, <laughs> i think that, no. um yeah. yeah so that's i mean being prepared going in obviously is really going to be the biggest uh you know, contributor to you not getting injured um well it, oh, oh. go ahead i'm sorry oh don't be dumb either don't do dumb things because like sometimes people get injured doing dumb things um yeah. so you know because you're gonna be you know 18 19 20 21 year old thinking you're cool doing rasp jumping over stuff you shouldn't be doing in land nav and don't do anything extra dumb like when you're at rasp or if you ever get pass and pre-rasp and stuff like that like don't get injured doing something stupid yeah yeah um you know i i saw i saw a guy in ranger school um he had a 100 pound rock on and he decided instead of walking through the stream of water i guess he wanted to keep his feet dry but i mean it was pretty thick and it, it was a pretty good jump for him he tried to jump across this little stream here and like there's a there's a difference between a little hop this was a jump and granted this guy you gotta think he's had so much atrophy of his muscle and you know all these all the stress of this rock on his joints for hours upon hours and he goes 
you know what? I'm going to jump over this. I'm going to take a leap with a hundred pound rock and my, you know, atrophied body. Um, and so he jumps across and he breaks his femur. So, you know, that's, it goes to what Jay was saying. Be smart, you know, um, don't do, don't, you know, see in that story though, dude, boy, do I hate when my boots are wet. So I know, I, you know, I get it. it's kind of, I, I get it. Yeah, I get if it. Someone get, said there you was like keep a your feet dry percent chance that I was going to break my femur, but my <laughs> boots would definitely be dry on the other side. Like I might be flipping that coin is all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, you do want to keep your feet dry for sure, but yeah, it was a, it was a good jump. Um, but yeah, I mean, think about, think about, um, like you guys who are in the military, what's the number one injury that you guys see all the time? You see stress fractures. Absolutely a real thing. Tiny heart um, syndrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a, gu- a bunch of people go to the medics, especially in basic training for stress fractures. I mean, it's like, it's like an epidemic in the early training. Why is that happening? Because most people are sedentary. Um, you know, they, they haven't been training, going, training, preparing to go into the military. And the military operates at one speed, which is the standard, right? So if you go in from being sedentary to trying to keep up to that standard, you are not progressed to that. And so you're going to suffer things like stress fractures or among other injuries. So that's why it's, I, I really advocate for this military prep. I really advocate for having a training routine going into a school or just maintaining your military fitness because, you know, whether you deploy or you go to a training event or go to a school or whatever, um, you know, keeping up with your body and keeping yourself durable is is key. I feel like you answered that question twice. Well, you answered it, it yeah. and then I said something, and you did it again. <laughs> so, um, uh, Josh says, I am 24, have been in contact with a recruiter for a 68 whiskey option 40. He has a friend in fifth group who tells me I'm stupid for going to bat at my age since I'll be a 26 year old private. Um, it depends, Josh, on your current situation. Do you have, do you have a college degree? Um, because he's asking if he should go SF or, or regiment, but, um, Depends on if you have a college degree. It's going to dictate my answer. Um, while we wait for that extra bit of information, um, let's do... EM has a good question. Have you seen E6 imports from the regular army? I feel... Yeah, I feel like that that happened. It's not as common. Usually you see E5 imports, but I have seen E6. There was... Particularly, there was a... Uh, I know he wasn't very well liked in the beginning, but he integrated very well. I will give him a lot of credit. Uh, this guy had a lot of combat experience and things, but it was a it was an E six who came over who took a squad. Um, kind of a I know it was kind of a weird deal for people, but he did good. He integrated himself very well. He was experienced things. Um, likeable is another <laughs> another category he was probably liking, but but he came in and he did his job well. So. Um, yeah, you do see it. All right. Um, I don't remember, so I don't remember seeing one. Yeah, I mean, take that with a grain of salt. Um, I think that That's was probably one. a good piece of advice for anything you say, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, 
Well, on. Josh says okay. he doesn't have a college degree. He's been working full time since he's 18. Um, then no, I do not think that you should go SF. Because <clears throat> I think you need, a, I'm pretty sure you actually need an associate's degree. They want you to have an associate's degree anyways. But it is harder to get selected if you don't have the college degree. It can happen. It's just more difficult. Um, yeah, and it, it depends on what kind of mission set you want to. I don't know what your job is. Um, and like what you're looking to do, but you know the mission set between SF and Ranger is quite different. But you know, I would I would lean to what Tony's saying as well. Um, you know, with your age and with you having a degree, you know, SF, there's a lot of benefits to being a Ranger as far as you know career progression early on. But um, there's benefits to SF too, and especially I, I would say, and I've, we've said this a lot. There's I. I I love Ranger Regiment, but it is a meat grinder. Um, that's a hard place to stay for an extended period of time. People do it. Um, usually they have, you know, laundry list of injuries and purple hearts, you know. So, I mean, it's it's a meat grinder. It's a combat heavy place. Um, you know, I'd say SF has better longevity. Those dudes are those dudes are um, badass. They're well-trained. Um, their pipeline's super long. So when they get there, they're pretty proficient. Like, it's being an SF is badass. Um, so I'm not taking away from that at all, but I'm saying longevity is is a little better. So if you have those credentials under you, yeah. That if you're soft, yeah. No, um, <laughs> he says, I prefer direct action. But my friend keeps telling me I'll be treated like a child at 26. Um, so yeah. no, that's not true. I mean, if you're- It depends on a, you too. But, yeah, it depends yeah, on who you are. So like if you're 26 and you're- Depends on your be, team leader too. Yeah, so you'll <laughs> see because- and as dude, as much as like those SF dudes like to talk like a big game like that, like that you should see them when their team sergeants around. Like, you want to talk about it, dude? They are so scared of those dudes. Like I've never seen more fear. Like I'm, I was scared as a ranger private, but like when their team sergeant is around, those group dudes are like very on edge. Like it's they don't they don't like when they're like you're gonna have someone you have a boss no matter where you are. Like that team star has a boss. Like. Someone's always going to treat you probably not as well as you want to be treated. Um, yeah. In the military, that's just kind of the way it goes. Um, yeah, you climb and you think you're out of it, but then there's a new boss, dude. Yeah. No, yeah. Even sergeant majors have somebody to answer to. Yeah. Sergeant major of the Army is sitting in you know, Congress briefings getting yelled at. Um, so, like, <laughs> what I'll say, though, is you have an easy jumping point if you do regiment and you don't like it to go to SF. Like, it's not like the door is closed and you can't get back to SF. I think that's more your speed. Um, and I think that you'll have a better time getting selected at selection and making it through to a team if you have a regiment background. That's true as well. If you don't have a college degree and you're just getting in with zero Army experience. That's my take on it. Um, so... Yeah. Also, range um, the floor, but uh, yeah. You're <laughs> um, Janan says uh, I'm having a hard time trying to compare RASP. Um, so to okay, hold on, trying to compare RASP to regular Marine stuff. You can do it. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. I know I, I probably should have been a Marine. Um, 
I know it's different. Uh, I read like one. Marines but catching any, uh, catching strays over here. <laughs> but any kind of semblance for what RAS is compared to that? So, so like basic Marine, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, any Marine you know, will tell you it's the same. Actually, no, they'll tell you it's the same as Ranger School. <laughs> yeah, and then the Marines who go through Ranger School, they're like, tell you different. Um, yeah, but yeah, because. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not like it's not they, they never forget it dude yeah they're like oh shit i shouldn't have talked so much shit um but you know i would say you know you got to remember the basics of the basics and and i'll give marines credit for this i i've always said this i think the marines have the hardest um initial training their boot camp is definitely i would say the the gold standard um they do it right so i got a lot of respect for marines you know we make jokes and stuff but i, I think the marine corps is awesome um so really, it's up to you. I mean, you you got to remember, you know, there's a different mission set. Um, you know, as a Marine, uh, Jay, Jay and I have talked to it before. You don't typically get to pick your MOS, right? It's pretty much assigned to you um, to, based on your performance, I think, is how it goes. Um, well, numbers, so, too. Yeah. So, right. So, um, you know, it's just, it's a different thing. You know, um, being a Ranger... You know, I'd say the equipment is is pretty nice. You know, you got to think you're operating at um, at a different mission set. So, you know, special operations mission set, whereas Marines, you know, it's more of um, typically, and I, I know their mission's changing, but, you know, it's conventional, more of a conventional warfare feel, um, you know. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, especially those early war Marines, like they got put to the ringer, my cousin. Um, my cousin deployed as a uh, marine, and I'll tell you, his deployment was um, was gruesome. He he got put through a lot, um, and you know, my deployments in a lot of ways, where the training was, you know, I would say my training day to day was really hard in comparison to his. I would say he had a easier garrison life, but my time overseas was um, a lot easier in a lot of ways because of the assets we have, um, the equipment we have. The amount of intel going into missions, you know, it's pretty. We're we're in it to to win, right? Um, whenever he was out, yeah, was the Marines were just stuff. in it to lose. I guess it's, no, no, no. Uh, that's not what, that's not what I mean. <laughs> not what I mean. <laughs> uh, that's not what I mean. Um, I mean, you know, he had a lot more time, like of uncertainty going out there, you know, with with dudes like getting put through the ringer. Um, so. A lot of respect for him and what he did. So, again, I got, I got nothing bad to say about the Marine Corps. I like the Marine. Corps. So, um, really, it's up to you. You know, you kind of got to do that assessment yourself and see, you know, what's best for you. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Hmm. Uh, oh, this is a good, this is a good question. Uh, Josh makes a lot of questions from Josh. Now he has good questions. Uh, is there such a thing as being too nice for soft? He says, you guys seem very nice, but I've heard soft guys say this too nice. Um, I, so yeah, some people, and uh, there's, it's mostly, mostly like the OG soft guys that are going to say this too nice thing. Um, 
what matters in soft is being able to do the job obviously takes certain certain kind of person to to sign up to to do the job in general you know not everybody is willing to you know boy go to war um so obviously there can be a too nice to to be able to do that part of it but most of the too nice stuff it, it stems from like uh like a leadership styles and things like that um i when i was an nco specifically um i didn't necessarily treat my soldiers the same way that i saw some other soldiers treated especially by some of the older ncos um who think there's like a i'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this um you don't necessarily need to be a dick to your dudes all the time um although some people choose that way that leadership style like you don't need to be a dick all the time I and mean, you can be nice and a lot of those guys that are like oh too nice to it a lot of those dudes are nice to like their friends <laughs> um on the outside so like you know danny could come home from work and you know smoke dudes for three hours before he leaves work because they misplaced a, a piece of equipment and he could have just been screaming at those dudes and then me and him go get a beer and we're just like laughing and joking so like you have to you kind of have to have a mean switch but you don't need to be yeah. mean all the time um so you just need to be able to to not i mean mean is like the wrong word like you need to be able to just turn it on and off is the way i see it yeah um Definitely. You know, in, in another thing too, is that's a good way of putting it. Like there's, there's drill sergeants and stuff too, that people will see and they'll be like, he's so nice. I can't believe he's a drill sergeant. Well, there's that switch, you know, yeah. guys learn to develop that. So you that's the whole game um, for them too. Drill sergeants are weird. That's like a game. Like they get trained to do that stuff. Like they get trained how to yell really loud. So it doesn't hurt their throat. It's all a game for them. They just like, like, like they just, they're just having a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember there was times I was I was yelling and stuff, smoking dudes, and then I'd go like behind, uh, <laughs> yeah, go behind, go behind like a corner and like laugh, like try. We were trying to keep a straight face, you know. So that does happen too. Sometimes it's real. Sometimes you're really angry, you're really frustrated because you know maybe maybe guys are messing up things that you've told them before, and it's making you look bad or it represents you know the team bad and and things like that. So. You know, there are times where you get legitimately angry. Um, but yeah, for the most part, you kind of do it. I, I think uh, I think the right way to do it, especially, and you gotta, guys got to keep in mind, I've been out for, you know, oh, what, seven years now, almost eight. So, you know, I'm a different person now than when I was into, but, you know, and I've grown a lot. And I see, like, I would have done things a lot different now. Like, if I was going through now. I would be even nicer, you know, in some ways, you know, you got to have a switch. You have to have a switch because people will test you, but there's a, you don't have to be some screaming. You don't have to scream all day long, um, you know, and totally be just, uh, you don't have to be a, an angry, bad person to be successful in a job of violence. You can be violent and be a nice person at the same time. It's, it's, Again, the switch and, you know, knowing, I guess, one, knowing why you would be violent, like having a reasoning for that, you know, in a weird way, I would say, you know, if I did violence today, it would be in a weird way. It's always at a, at a love. I always try to avoid that. But if I did it, I would do so 
to, you know, either protect somebody or, you know, really, I mean, really, that'd be it, you know, and if if it had to go there, I wouldn't drag it out. I would do what was necessary. And then that's it. I wouldn't stomp somebody while they're down or something like that. That's not that's not what it is for me. So, you know, I'm I'm very much about being a loving person these days. You know, my, my brain's in a totally different mode. Someone just said uh, this as well, which is a really good point. It's something that I've mentioned before. Um, it's that leadership depends on the soldiers in the situation. Um, yeah, like different soldiers need different style of leaderships as well. Uh, so like what you need to get something like the best out of one person is not always the same as you need to get the best out of other people. Um, so a lot of times it's like a private, you kind of get treated like the same when you first show up. But as you kind of like, as they ideally as your leaders learn who you guys are, um, they'll treat you the way that you need to be treated to excel. Uh, that's what makes a good leader. Um, a good leader is not the person that yells the loudest all the time. Like th sometimes people think that that's like, oh, that dude must. Re no, you can, in what is it in? Um, uh, is it we were soldiers where they're doing the train up in the beginning and the one dude's screaming at everybody. Yes. And the, the other dude's checking guys feet when they're on the ruck march. And he's like, that's a and he just kind of jokes about how like that's a real leader. Like that guy's not that's not leadership. Yeah, it was it was Ross from Friends, right? No, that's Band of Brothers. I know what you're talking about. I think we were soldiers with Mel Gibson. Is it with Mel Gibson? Yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. I'm getting the characters wrong, but Ross is in Band uh, Brothers. He, dude, he wasn't in that. Who was that character? That it was the lieutenant. Listen, though. It was a lieutenant, right? Yeah, it's nine twenty-eight. Though we don't got time for you to Google movies. Okay, right? yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, right get it together. <laughs> See, Daniel yeah. needs a strong hand. You know, he needs a. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but no, he's right. He's right. You know. Mm -hmm. It, it, it's not about, you know, to me, uh, especially these days, like. Uh, well, you got to be careful. These days, things are kind of moving in a certain directions as well. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, strength. Strength to me means a different thing these days than the dude who can poke his chest out the most. It's you know, I think people can see through that. So you got to you got to lead by example. Um, and you have to be about your dude's development. So being a leader is so much more than just, look how tough I am, you know? Yeah, yelling at people and, oh, I'm so scary, right? Because some people see right through that. And some some of you kids coming up, like you're, you're real dudes, you've been through real experiences, you know? So you're going to see through the through the BS. So I think if when you're going into a leadership position, thinking about it and approach of, how do I make these dudes want to listen to what I have to say? You know, so um, yeah, keep that in the back of your mind. And there's all sorts of different approaches there. There is a time to, again, have that switch and be loud and and to set set a boundary and to set a standard, you know, especially when it comes to the military where yelling and stuff is a little bit more of a, <laughs> a thing that works, you know, um, like I couldn't do that, you know, these days, like. People just look at me like, what? Um, but yeah, I mean, Jay had a great answer. Um, Peasley acknowledges, he, he acknowledged my goatee, dude. I know. And someone I just, asked something you were going to get show a full beard, and I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to bring that up and hurt your feelings. So I'm feeling um, good about it, dude. I'm finally, I'm going to let it go. You know what I did? Cause all right. So full disclosure, I got a patchy face as I let it grow in. 
So I can kind of do this goatee, but I can't close it off on this side. So I just shaved this side. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play into my strengths. It also grows lopsided. So I like kind of shaved around here. I like nicked it to make it match. So I'm trying to make it symmetrical and I'm going to let it go. So let's see what happens, dude. Uh, the real deal, dude. It's wouldn't really going to happen. What an adventure. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I see a couple of comments in here and some of the, some of the uh, people are kind of giving some good information. So yeah, we do have a ton of, uh, podcast with 11 series um a 12 series um we did a breakdown together before i came on to the company of 13 fox that one's like four hours long um but there's a bunch of like you know we have a couple 11 bravos uh, 12 bravo we got 68 whiskey uh that's a huge one um so if you have any like a specific interest in any of uh like a specific mos those podcasts are going to be the best to show you kind of like uh what to expect a little bit more for that specific MOS for regiment. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got a bunch of episodes. We got how many hours we got? We got like days worth of podcasts. At least weeks. 12. <laughs> yeah. Literally like weeks worth of the podcast. So uh, yeah, episode. something like 70 something. Some of them are long. Too. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are like two, mm -hmm. almost three hours. So you guys are set. Um, yeah. No, you got anything else, Jay? We had our time. Uh, no, Josh. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're happy to help. He says thanks, guys. Been a lot of help over the years. Now lost over thirty five pounds because you guys. And hopefully, I'll be joining the brotherhood soon. Couldn't have done it without you guys. We'd love to hear that. That's awesome. Uh, keep up the good work. Um. I know you make the right decision about going to regiment instead of SF, but yeah, you know, um, <laughs> no, but whatever you do, um, we're, we're honestly glad that we had, could, could help at all. Um, I mean, a lot of this stuff is the work you guys put in. Um, just glad you, we could help you get a little bit of a push. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm really just so thrilled with, um, you guys like, you know, achieving things out there and coming back and letting us know and all the awesome things you guys are doing you make the brand what it is it really i'm this whole experience has been really cool i think you know we have a lot of things in store that is going to um, be really positive for this community so i'm i'm very pumped about you guys sharing these ex experiences with us and, and making this what it is so um this has really been cool and i really truly appreciate you Um, so yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, Jay, you got anything else? Um, no, I think, uh, that is it. Actually, you know what? I think because we reset the Instagram, I got like a minute or two. All right, guys, listen, I know I just randomly give you guys some diet tips every once in a while. So Orville Redenbacher has, it's like smart pop popcorn. Listen, the whole bag is only 240 calories. And it's like a big, like you get a lot of popcorn out of it. So, you know, when you're really struggling, if you're, if you're counting those calories, um, those are amazing. You eat them like one at a time. Last for, that's, it lasts the whole evening. It's amazing. That's, that's Sitting now watching story. a movie, watching Netflix, 240 calories. Good to go. Get a diet Coke. Daniel says, and then <laughs> you're good to go. Dude, I, yeah. You got me hooked on these things, dude. Um, but yeah, that, that's a great tip. I, I tell people all the time, bubble gum, 
popcorn's great. Um, that's another great one. So something that's filling, you know, but low calories. So, but not like um, the movie butter popcorn. Yeah, that's gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna yeah, be four hundred and ninety calories and mostly of trans fat. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's a good tip though. So yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, this has been an awesome, awesome chat. Um, be sure to check out trainlikearanger.com where we have workout programs, nutrition programs, merchant apparel, and as always, much more on the agenda. Uh, you guys out there training, remember to train to your utmost potential like a ranger. Have a good weekend, guys. Hey, guys.